Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Around the Hype. I have with me here Surya. Hey guys, what's up? And Ashwant. Hey guys, what's up? And today we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets. Uh, before we get started, we'd just like to announce a collaboration with Justatine. Justatine is a youth organization that aims to create a community of support to every child suffering from any social or mental trauma. And every view that we get on our podcast, we will be donating to their organization. So, yeah, please spread the word and they'll get more donations. We'll start off with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, recently, Adam Silver announced the NBA's plans to continue the season. And that officially put the Warriors' season to an end, sadly. But the thing, things are looking up for them because the new season reinstatement officially solidified a spot for top odds for the number one draft pick alongside Cleveland and Minnesota. So even if they don't get the number one draft pick or even the top three, they'll most likely have a top five draft pick, which is super helpful because they can add yet another piece to the the trio of Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Andrew Wiggins. And most likely, I feel they should add a center like James Wiseman, who's seven feet tall, nice wingspan, can play the post. He can space the floor. He's everything the Warriors really need. So I feel... For next season, things are looking up, but just a single draft pick, I think, is not going to cut it to where they can compete against LeBron and the Lakers or like. But don't uh, you think what, Kawhi and the Clippers? I don't think the Warriors would even risk drafting someone with their draft pick because they need to win now, and they're not going to waste time developing a player. So you're, you're, you're oh yeah, fine. I mean, a top five. A lottery protected pick is like, it's lots of draft capital. Exactly. So, so I, if I was the Warriors, I would rather just trade the pick away because, look, let's be honest. What Curry and Curry is Draymond's Draymond's basically out of his prime already because Draymond was never like a single-handedly good player. He was just a player that could make other players play better. Yeah. So Draymond could never be like the one and only good player on a team and take them to the playoffs. But he could make the other superstars play like play out of their level basically and so and let's be yeah so Draymond would help like that but then okay let's be honest Clay and Steph maybe have like three or four more years max left to actually contribute to something till they become like proper role players so do you think they're actually going to waste time developing no right they can't immediately find a good trade to fill their roster maybe they can make a deep run in the playoffs and the year after that the 2021 free agency is going to be a really big one. And if the, rumor, if the rumors for acquiring Giannis is true, that would be every Warriors fan's dream. And they would honestly be the best team to ever play in the NBA. And there's, there's not much more. The only thing the Warriors have to do is, I don't think they can win in the next year. They have to think long run. Because Curry is going to slowly start deteriorating along with Klay Thompson. Draymond is not going to be the same person he was three years ago. So they're going to have to try winning as soon as possible. Their window is only three years, like Surya said. But they can't win next year, so they have to think for like the next two or three years ahead. Since we were talking about trading that draft yeah. pick that you guys would acquire, I mean, that you would get, right? 
Um, would you rather trade it for another? I would rather star, trade it for another star because right now the Warriors need a like, consistent twenty points per game score because Wiggins is like really inconsistent, right? And literally the starting five right now is gonna go to the bench. So and I mean the starting mm-hmm. five itself is one fifteen games this year. I know it's, it's not a lot, obviously, but they would. I mean the bench wouldn't be very bad next year considering that they've had this much experience now and. For example, like you now, what Bradley Beal is rumored to go to the Nets for Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis Levert, but I think the Wizards would much rather take Wiggins in the first pick for the, for Bradley Beal and Levert and Dinwiddie. Warriors are almost fully healthy with Steph and Clay coming back onto the court next year, so they could make a playoff push, maybe get the eighth seed. You never know. Yeah, you do never know. Hey, and moving on, we have the Houston. What? No, 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 no. I was just being. I was trying to be the host and say something. That was a horrible transition. attempt. I'm not even but... going to lie. Okay. <laughs> moving on, we have the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know much like what to say about the Rockets. I mean, they've been consistently a good team. But nowhere the near season. good enough. To, yeah, nowhere near good enough to actually translate in the playoffs, which honestly I find really sad. I mean, last year is probably their best chance at winning, like a championship in in the near future too, because Kevin Durant they was, took a three two lead against the Warriors, and then they blamed CP3 yeah, injury for shooting twenty seven threes in a row. Yeah, no, that is literally unexcusable. KD was injured. No, that was this year. That was this year. Two years ago is when they took a 3-2 lead. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. You have a 3-2 lead against the Warriors. You choke that. Now, you have a, you have redemption again, where KD is injured. Uh, and then it's, it's literally you, Chris Paul, Quinn Capella, versus the Warriors who aren't as offensively strong anymore. And you still manage to lose. So now you're coming back with a revamped new backcourt, but the West is that much more strong. You not only have to worry about, like, you don't have to worry about Stephen Clay because they're not in the playoffs this year, but you have to worry about LeBron James, Anthony Davis. You have to worry about Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I mean, the Rockets are the Rockets are so bad. I don't even think that they would be able to beat the Mavericks in a playoff. The Mavericks are series, very like, good, to be seven. honest with you. No, I mean, not very good, but they've been surprising. With, especially with the team and that they have. Don't forget that Dallas is, don't forget Dallas is power forward is seven feet tall. Exactly. And then they have a... They have and a can shoot threes. Uh, then the Rocket center is 6-3. <laughs> That's another big thing. Like, the West... They are not a weak how team do you, when it comes how to the center position Anthony or the big Davis. man position. That is my question. No, no, forget Anthony. Forget Anthony. Forget Anthony, Anthony Davis. They have a back-to-back defensive player of the year. No, no. See, you have Anthony Davis. That, that's, that's a whole new story, dude. He, he's one of the best big men. I don't think even a normal center would be able to stop him. Let's talk about, like, other centers. How the hell will you plan on stopping Rudy Gobert? Christoph, how are you going to stop Kristaps? Porzingis. How are you going to stop Jaron Jackson Jr.? How are you going to stop Nikola Jokic? Like, there's no way they can do that with PJ Taku, who's like, what, 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, that, that's, that's not going to happen. Plus, if you, like, if you see, 
the Rockets, they have Robert Covington, who I think is like now coming off healthy because of the quarantine. And now you have, you have James Harden fully rested. You have Russell Westbrook fully rested. That's the only thing they can look forward to. But you're forgetting that other teams are also rested and their advantage doesn't play up to as much as you would expect. And they can't really make a push this year. And if you look for next year, other teams are only going to get stronger. And with Westbrook getting older, the Rockets forced to pay more money. They can't really add anyone new. So next year is also like slightly out of the They don't have any good draft capital also. Yeah, they, they, they can't really add anyone new because of salary cap issues. They can't really trade for anyone because they don't have any capital as such. So the Rockets are in a really tough spot for the next two, three years. So I don't see them really advancing that much. Like if they let Clint in my opinion, develop the Rockets, a bit more, they could have probably gotten... I mean, they traded their only center for Covington and... The thing, the thing here is, you... Like, the Rockets' position is really tough for any GM to manage. I think they have tried fairly well to somehow get Russell Westbrook, but that's not much of an addition because their play styles are somewhat different. And in the playoffs, you don't have a center, which is really important. And if you look at it also, you look at it also, I don't think Westbrook was really sought after last year. So it wasn't that hard to get him considering that he requested a trade also. True. And another thing is, when you go into the playoffs, I mean, regular season, small ball, it might work. There's no one saying it won't. But the playoff intensity is a whole new intensity where it's not just shooting threes like how the regular season is. There's there's that much more attacking the paint. It's that much more physical. And if you're going to elevate the extent to which you play physical basketball against a dude that's eight inches shorter than you, in some cases six, that's, that's a total disadvantage. And the Rockets won't be able to withstand their ground in the paint. So I don't see them like actually competing in the West. I think the Rockets would, could even stop a team like the Pelicans with Alenti, Ingram, and, and Zion. Zion would demolish P.J. Tucker Rock- if it well, came to that. And Ingram's, yeah, I mean, Ingram, Ingram's basically a KD 2.0. Exactly. A worse KD, that a Walmart true. KD. But it's not really yeah, he is, Walmart KD. Well, he's not Walmart to an extent. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Ingram is worse he, he than KD put up 20, by far. He can no, score. If you're comparing him to KD, he's a yeah, Walmart KD. I'm not KD, saying he's like he's a Walmart, Walmart KD. But he's not even that bad. He's not bad. He made, an, he made the All-Star. He's not a Walmart he's player. All-Star caliber. Question, he's, a, question he's an All-Star though, caliber player. Because like Zach Levine didn't make it. A bunch of players didn't make it. But All-Star nonetheless. But there's another thing. There's a, there's a whole other component to look at for the Rockets. It's not only their players on the court, but it's also those who manage the franchise behind the scenes. Yeah, but Dan Tony has to go because his coaching scheme is just absolutely terrible. Because once small ball won't work in the playoffs, we've already discussed that. And two, running your offense only through Harden... 50% of the time is not going to work. And it's shown time and time again last year in the playoffs, last last year in the playoffs. They've never... They've gone to the conference finals like once in like five years, right? 
they had a three two lead yeah. that time when exactly. they choked. Exactly. Ashwin, do you think that um, we said small ball is not going to work in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, do you think that once it doesn't work, Dantoni will even be able to come up with something that could help the Rockets in the playoffs? Like in the same month. Like oh, game one of round one yeah, series like, doesn't like, work like, out with like you know one. you know Nick Nurse you know Nick Nurse you know Nick Nurse could adjust his coaching really Against well in the, the finals. Box, right? Right? No, D'Antoni is not capable of doing no. Mm-mm. Yeah. So for example, just take the twenty-seven threes they took in. Yeah. Now, if D'Antoni's game plan is to run ISO through Harden, if Harden misses the first ten, instead of trying to actually pass and play or make up plays to score. He's just gonna make Harden run another seventeen more ISO plays, and maybe he'll score like five out. D'Antoni, in my opinion, is nearly yeah, just the Brett Brown of the Western Conference. For every Rockets fan that's saying, "Oh, we got to the Western Conference Finals with CP3, now we have Westbrook. What are we gonna do? Blah blah. We're gonna win a championship." No, that's not gonna work. Westbrook is not CP3. He does not have the playmaking capacity of CP3. The only reason why the Rockets got to the Western Conference Finals was CP3's playmaking ability. He made Harden play out of his mind, while also play while also he was playing very well. Westbrook can't do that. But Ash, about those Rockets fans that say that Westbrook has more assists than CP3, dude. What about them? And assists don't tell the whole yeah, see, story. Westbrook is better on. Yeah, because CP3, yeah. CP3 is. Probably and arguably a top three playmaker of all time, right? Top five, top five. Okay, fine. CP3's IQ is way better than Westbrook's. All that is. CPQ. I mean, did CP, CP3 has CP3 has the best IQ I've ever seen in a basketball, like in any basketball player. See, bro, there's one thing we're just completely skipping over, and that's the GM. Have you seen Daryl yeah, Morey in the recent like? Yeah. See, Daryl Morey is, I mean, people commend him for getting Westbrook. But then again, he wasn't really all that valuable and sought after. So get, acquiring him somewhat seemed at a loss because you're losing CP3. He made Harden better. And he act, CP3, in my opinion, was a better fit. But now you have Westbrook who runs a more fast-paced offense compared to Harden who runs a more slow-paced offense. So it's really contrasting. And... I have come across a few Rockets fans like that say the Rockets defense is really good where you look you look at the defense it look at the broad picture you ha- you don't have any center you can't guard the post so immediately you're forced to double on the inside so that leaves mismatches on the perimeter right Ranesh, I have a question for you yeah do you think the Rockets would be better if the starting five was Westbrook Clay, Joe Harris, Robert Covington, and Clint Capella. Much better. And see, I, I, I wouldn't want to say Joe Harris because he's coming off a bad shooting season. But if you put in a Danny Green of some sort, that yeah. is any day better. Okay, so so that, that, Westbrook, that's Danny a championship. Green, Westbrook, Danny Green, Clay Thompson, Robert Covington, Clint Capella. Hands down, that's that's one of the best defensive teams in the league. One of the best shooting teams in the league. A great playmaker to run everything. You have fast break. You have defense. And don't forget post, that. Don't forget none of the other. Don't forget that none of the other four players need the ball to be good. Well, even if you have another ISO player included, it won't impact them that much. But the thing is, Harden is not 
like he has the ball in his hands so many times and runs ISO that he runs ISO like him running ISO is equivalent to like everyone else on the team running ISO. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You have Westbrook who's ball dominant to a great extent. You have Harden who's the most ball dominant player in the league. They don't really mesh well that like they don't really mesh that well together. And then you take those circumstances especially in the playoffs where Harden and Westbrook are known to choke. What's going to happen then? If one chokes, the other doesn't step up. What's going to happen then? You have chemistry issues probably. You have you have two players on the team out of which both have the like carry at least 80% of the offensive load together. And if both of them don't work together and can contribute as much as they would in the regular season, how are you going to win a championship or even get close to a championship? I think it's been eight years yeah. since Harden's averaged 45 plus field goal percentage. Damn. So not only wait, so Harden is efficient. I think we, inefficient when it comes to shooting from the field. The only way he can get points is the free throw line. And I and the thing is, the regular season it works to a great extent because the refs are are calling everything. It's like it's not a physical brand of basketball. When it comes to the playoffs. You don't get the same foul calls that you do in the regular season. So Harden's not gonna get those blatant calls, which he normally would for light contact. So he's not gonna go to the line and get twenty percent of his points from there. How he has to find external ways, and, and that's I'm shooting. Wondering. And in the playoffs, Harden's known to not be good at shooting. So I don't see how he's gonna like carry offensive load for the team. And I'll uh, say so one more points. thing: don't forget that uh, even if the Trailblazers somehow make playoffs, they're not going to be a first-round exit because Dame and CJ are worth way more than that. Even if the so Rockets have to, to Im- go up against, say, like 11 seed right now in the West, they would probably be out in five games or six games. The point here being is you can be the rest, like you can be the best regular season team in the NBA, but when it comes to the playoffs and you don't translate, at the end of the day, it because, all amounts uh, to nothing. Both of these guys are known to be the most, like, they're known to be the first option. They're known to be the, the guys that carry the team on their back and say, guys, this is my team. I'm doing the way I like it. I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I feel is the best. And we win or lose at the end of the day. It doesn't mean anything to me. So if you both, if you have, like, you know how the Rockets sometimes have bad games, right? With Harden being inefficient, Westbrook sometimes being inefficient. If one, if one starts falling off, they don't have the tendency to stop shooting. They still continue to shoot. But they won't, like, if you get what I'm saying, they're not going to stop each other. From, like, if Harden goes 0 for 27, like, well, if Harden's leading the team to 0 for 27, he doesn't have anyone to try and stop him from doing that. They've spoon-fed him the environment, like, the idea where he's the king. He runs the franchise, so he gets whatever he wants. Like... So when Harden's off, he's not being told to stop. He's being encouraged to shoot more. That's the environment that the Rockets have put him in. And that's the environment that he's grown up with. So I don't think he can change from that environment. So I think they have to try their best to change his mindset, alter that mindset. And the only way they can do that is by restructuring their coaching system. Do you think the Rockets should trade Harden while he's actually worth something? Trade Harden? Uh, see, 
that's the thing. I don't think trading Harden would be wise because he's one of the be- he's one of the best generational talents in the league. But then because the coaching system around Harden, no player can actually play alongside Harden. Because one thing, one thing. No, no. See, just look at no it. Every can... single player that's had to play with Harden has become worse. CP3 in his first year was good because he ran the offense. Second year, people thought he's washed. They traded him to OKC. They really have. I think they have a better record than the Rockets right now, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. Westbrook, Westbrook MV, Westbrook's. I mean, Westbrook's playing okay this year, but he had such a slow start in the season. And only when Harden actually started to decrease his playing, because you know how Harden's starting to play bad right now, right? He had this one stretch playing bad. Yeah, up yeah, he has then. a bad stretch. While Harden was dominating, Westbrook had been playing pathetic. Whenever Harden is scoring, whenever you see the news that oh Harden scored fifty points today, and his team still loses, no, no, none of his teammates are actually playing well alongside him. Remember that one game Harden was out. Eric Gordon scored fifty-one points. You're saying you saying Eric has... Gordon, who's like a fifteen points per game scorer, but the one game Harden's out is scoring fifty-one points. He's never once talked about the fact that he's choked a three-two lead to the Warriors. They choked in Game Six. All he can talk about is how well, I mean, how he see, deserved MVP over here. Even if. I don't want to bring this up, but if you look at the All-Star Game draft, there's a reason James Harden was picked so late. No, no one likes playing alongside No one wants James to play Harden. with him. Why? Because like he's I too said. ball-dominant, doesn't like to pass. If he's off, there's nothing else he can do. It's not like Harden's a really good playmaker if he can't score. Harden is off. He's not going to be commanding the same double teams that he usually does. So how is he going to find the open man and pass to him? So that's another factor which you have to immediately take away from the Rockets. Because once, aside from shooting and scoring, what does Harden have? Harden will, shoot, Harden will shoot 35 free throws and then the refs won't call one free throw and they'll say, that's why we lost the game. They would be like, dude, if we shot those two free throws, we would have gained momentum and come back. Do Rockets fans really be searching for the worst excuses? And we haven't even we haven't even once mentioned about their defense because look the Rockets, their defense is it's not it's not like the way the media portrays it. The way the media portrays it as if Harden can't play defense even one bit. No one's saying that, but it's not like Harden's a great and exceptional defender. Uh, James Harden will lock up Alex Caruso, and then Rockets fans will claim that he is the best defender in the world, allowing exactly. his, uh, allowing his opponent to score. That's what he does. Team. That's what he does. Why do you think his defensive rating is so high? He guys like the role players on the team. Exactly, and then Rockets fan. Okay. I have talked to a few Rockets fans that have literally told me that James Harden can clamp up LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. How? Offensive scheme to get Harden to win MVP or is it exactly, to win Exactly. Because if it's That's just to get question. Harden MVP, then you're doing a great job. You're, you're doing a great job. You're doing a fantastic job. And they're so proud. Not they're even like, the fans. Oh, Harden, Harden's over. Fine, dude. Let Harden win five, six MVPs. Let him have ten MVPs. Any player in the league right now would rather take one ring over five MVPs. At at the end of the day, I feel that the Rockets like they're they're a pathetic excuse for a contender. I mean, they just have two stars, but at the end of the day, they can't use the two stars to win at all. So they're just they're literally all bark, no bite. Well, thanks for listening in, guys. It's been a great one. And don't forget to check out Justatine. Their link will be in our Instagram bio. I'm Ranesh. And I'm Surya. And I'm Ashwan. And that'll cap it off. Goodbye.